Hello, and welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. Thank you for tuning in to another episode this week. We are diving into all things aging and longevity on this episode, and we talk a lot about the different hallmarks of aging. And it was actually very interesting. The woman I have on, Lauren Alexander from Neurohacker, she was saying how there's actually 12 hallmarks of aging now. I think previously there might have been nine, but there were three new ones that were added. So we kind of get into that and we get into a lot of cellular health and really looking at aging from a micro level, not necessarily how it might show up for us, but what is happening on a cellular level and what we can do about it. So I am super, super excited for you to dive into this episode. And if you want to try some of the Neurohacker products, I highly suggest you do so. Like I said in this episode, I actually am ordering a bunch of the aging one that we talk about, and you'll hear all about that in the episode, but I am ordering some of that today because I think it's very, very fascinating. So you can go to neurohacker.com slash biohackingbrittany and you get 15% off. And that includes the qualia senolytic supplement that I was just talking about. And you can trial it for up to 100 days. There's a 100% money back guarantee, all of the good things. So definitely go check that out. And again, the one that I am ordering is the senolytic one. You'll see it on their website. You take it two days every month and then you kind of go from there. And I will probably do an update as well on how it makes me feel and if I notice any difference because it does work on a cellular level, it will take a few months to kind of get into effect. So enjoy this episode and a quick shout out to the sponsors of this week, Inside Tracker. If you saw my video from this week, you will see that Inside Tracker is actually adding hallmarks, hallmarks. They are actually adding different biomarkers that look at female health specifically. So including estradiol, progesterone, and TSH. Now, obviously TSH is for men as well. Well, they're all kind of for men, but these ones are specifically very, very helpful for women's health issues and concerns that we have. So things from like, you know, PCOS to infertility to general preconception health, Inside Tracker is fantastic for testing and getting a better understanding of what is happening for you. And they are actually including these three biomarkers in their original test. There's no extra cost, which is really, really awesome. It's really inclusive. And I, I really love to see that. And I just love to see more options for women in general because, I think the more data informed we are, the better and the better choices we can make. So Inside Tracker, link to my show notes and on my website. You can use my discount code BiohackingBrittany in all capitals for a discount so you don't have to pay full price. And of course, AG1. I love using AG1. I'm actually drinking it right now <laughs> as we speak. It's in front of me. This is a supplement that I take daily. It's a powder and I add it to about 500 to 600 mils of water. And I love the way that it tastes. It's honestly just very refreshing. It's also great to just know that I'm getting a bunch of minerals and vitamins and nutrients in every day, regardless of how I'm eating. So it kind of covers all of your bases and it's kind of that like insurance policy that you need when it comes to your health. I drink one little sachet a day and I recommend you do the same. So if you're interested, go for it. It's also linked on my website and in my show notes. You can use my discount code biohackingbrittany again and try it yourself. They have a bunch of different ways that you can take it, a bunch of different recipes, you know, I kind of see it everywhere now. So I'm really happy about it because I think we all need to be getting more nutrients in our diet. Our food is so depleted at this point. And even if we do eat organic and we do eat a lot of produce and try to eat clean as much as we can, there tends to always kind of be gaps, unfortunately. And that's kind of just the way that we are in society right now in North America. 
So enjoy AG1. Let me know what you think and enjoy this episode. I am so excited for you to dive in and catch me next week. And I'll catch you next week for another episode. Hopefully I will be able to put out two episodes a week in May. Things have been a little wild and my goal is two a week. One on Tuesdays, which is a personal episode, which is an update on my health, usually a question and answer. I kind of take questions from Instagram primarily and answer them on the show. And then Friday is an interview with a expert. So there's kind of two different formats. And that is my goal is to bring you two episodes a week. So stay tuned for that coming next week. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are listening. And for today's episode, we are doing a deep dive into all things biohacking, longevity, aging, cellular health, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I am joined by Lauren Alexander from Neurohacker Collective. And I feel like a lot of listeners know Neurohacker for their supplements. So we will definitely be touching on those just a little bit, but she is the VP of marketing. And this is a company that is focused on making wellness products. They're best known for quality of mind, which I have actually right in front of me. And Lauren is also a mother, a gardener and a biohacker, which is obviously one of the reasons that I had her on. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Great. So first and foremost, I would love to know about your journey with biohacking. How did you first get started? And yeah, like what really turned you on to biohacking? Yeah, you know, everybody's road on the biohacking path is so unique, I think. So I love being able to, you know, share my story. It has, you know, definite different paths than how I look back. I'm actually working on a book right now, co-authored with our CEO at Neurohacker, called The Biohacking Experiment. And it's coming out next year. And in it, we talk a lot about the different things we've tried and and worked on. And I think I really got serious about biohacking with my first daughter when I was pregnant with my first daughter. I think that things got more serious about health when I was thinking about the health of a child that I was growing. And so I started you know, stumbled upon some materials about wellness and biohacking. One thing sort of led to another, but I really got serious about nootropics specifically about a year and a half after the birth of my daughter, because I was sharing with a friend. I was like, you know, I'm just not as like sharp, tripping over my words. What's going on here? And she replied to me, oh, you have mom brain now. That's what happens after you have a kid. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm, you know, I'm 33 years old and I don't want to like just be destined with mom brain. And so I started researching nootropics and tried a lot of them and ended up finding Qualia Mind, one of the earliest versions of Qualia Mind and really responded to it. And it had been a long dream of mine to work for a company with a product that I was completely head over heels for. And so, you know, that's kind of why I joined the companies because of how Qualia Mind really just affected me so profoundly when it came to brain fog and cognition and just kind of lighting me back up. Kind of it was almost like I was so starving. My brain was like starving for nutrients. And it was like just plumped back up with that, you know, those ingredients as if a starving person getting food for the first time. So your introduction to biohacking was really through the nootropic supplement world. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's really impressive. A lot of people kind of, yeah, it's very reactive. Like they have some sort of symptom and then they do the research and then they end up finding this one thing that helps. So that's awesome that it worked for you. How quickly did you notice the difference like with the mom brain? Well, this is the thing that floored me is that it was immediate. And there were, you know, what's really fascinating to me about cognition and brain symptoms in of itself is unlike any other organ, we attribute any kind of performance issue with the brain as an aspect of your personality. Haven't you noticed that? Like someone will be like, oh, I'm ADD or, oh, I'm slow witted or 
whatever. And when really it might have to do a lot with like some of the biohacks that you're doing or not doing and not your personality as an individual. And so for me, it was pretty eye-opening of some things I thought about myself that weren't true. They were just, you know, I just needed supplementation, you know, in that aspect. And obviously I'm obsessed with, you know, biohacking and, and brain optimization. So there's a lot of tools in that toolkit beyond supplementation, such as neurofeedback, meditation, breath work are some of a few of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how many, do you have one kid or do you have more than one? I have two. You have two. Okay. And then when you had the mom brain, did it come back for your second one? And, or was it like you actually knew what to do this time because you, you know, knew more about nootropics and whatnot? Yeah. I, I knew, I knew what to do. (laughs) (laughs) So you could prevent it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And for, you know, I have a, a very large female audience who's listening and a ton of them are kind of in this fertility preconception stage or have kids. So if they're listening to this and they are like, oh my gosh, I have mom brain, I get it. Other than, you know, trying these supplements and these nootropics, like you mentioned meditation and neurofeedback, what do you think can really move the needle for moms, especially new moms? Well, here's the hard part. It's sleep. Hands down, it's sleep. And new moms, you're not sleeping. And so you sort of have to, I don't know, surrender (laughs) to the first year, year and a half of having your sleep really disrupted and accept the chaos that emotionally and cognitively that comes from, you know, having only a handful of hours of sleep every day. And once, you know, that was really hard for me because I sort of had this expectation that I could do everything and that at the same time. And it wasn't until I, I mean, I genuinely had to just surrender being like, you know, this is just a season. This is, you know, the best I can do right now and kind of forgive myself for not being perfect on three hours of sleep. Right. Right. (laughs) But when you say it out loud like that, I'm like laughing, but like I genuinely was beating myself up for not being the same person and performance with only getting like two or three hours of sleep every night for six, seven, eight months (laughs) in a row. So, and I know if, Hey, if you're out there listening right now, just, it's okay. Just go with it. You're It's going to get better. I promise. But you know, I, I, unfortunately our culture, we, you know, we have to, we have to do all the same things in the first, you know, after we have a baby, even though it's really, really difficult. And I have, I have all the love in my heart for all these new moms. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I could only imagine, especially as somebody who's very much into biohacking as well. And like, I track my sleep. So I have thought about what my aura scores would look like with a newborn <laughs> and just trying to exactly like you said, like give yourself grace and know that, you know, it's a phase and it's just a period in your life. But I do understand the perfectionism and the pressure that women kind of put on themselves to perform and be at their best at all times, which is just like so unrealistic and comes from so many different places and it's really, it's really tough. And I'm not a mom yet, so I I can't fully speak to it, but I could only imagine. Right. But in terms of, okay, so you're asking me, you're like, what can you do to enhance brain performance, get rid of brain fog, et cetera, without supplementation. And I think the number one thing you should focus on is your sleep, your quality of sleep. It just does so much there. And I mean, little, little things like having a bedtime every day, the same bedtime, it's free. It'll change your life if you just really stick to a bedtime, not change it by an hour on Friday or change it by two hours on Saturday night, but really protect that bedtime and don't eat after dark. Try and start winding down as soon as the sunset happens and adjust that seasonally throughout the year. You're going to have massive massive gains to your sleep. I mean, and it goes so much farther than brain fog and things like that. Like I think the best unspoken diet secret is like get two hours of deep sleep every night and you can kind of eat and cheat as much as you want on your diet. And I mean, of course that goes 
you know, with when reason and all of that. But I'm, I just think that things are so much easier in the nutritional aspect. Like there's a lot of forgiveness if you have like a really, really dialed in sleep protocol. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of different things you can do. Like the bedtime definitely helps. The blue light blocking glasses, limiting screen time before you go to bed. I kind of have a bedtime routine I've been doing for the past few years. And I think it's funny because, you know, when we're kids, we kind of have a very strict bedtime routine we kind of go through with our parents, but we tend to kind of grow out of that as we become adults. But there's something to be said about like taking a hot bath, having a cup of tea and reading and going to bed every night, or if that's your routine, that really does make a difference and like signals to the body that it's time to wind down and it's not time to work and it's not time to scroll on TikTok. It's actually time to just you know, be with yourself and be in a more calmer state. And then when you fall asleep, you fall asleep faster and you don't wake up and you you end up feeling more refreshed. But it's kind of hard to get into that routine if you're not in it. Right. No, I couldn't agree with you more. And all these cues, I really think women specifically, like we just really take a little bit longer to dampen that hyper arousal. And that's really the, the big factor between having fall asleep issues. And the more you can kind of, instead of slamming on the brakes, you know, so many of people I ask them, like, they're like, oh, I have a hard time falling asleep. I'm like, well, when did you, when did, what time at night did you start thinking about your sleep? They're like 9.45. I'm like, okay, I start thinking about my sleep at like five o'clock. Like, <laughs> you know, and I have all these little things that I do just gently and, and it's a fun routine, but they're all these cues cognitively that like, I'm telling my body, hey, it's time to let go. It's time to start relaxing. It's time to, you know, get into this different speed and downshift. And I, you know, I'm also a really big fan of like splurge on pajamas. You know, I think about this all the time of that, you know, people for the longest time, I just grabbed like a whatever shirt or workout clothes or whatever. And I kind of thought about it. I'm like, well, I have all these other cognitive hacks, you know, wouldn't my brain like recognize like nice clothes and like know that it's important and like this important event is about to happen, the sleep event. You know, the same way you dress for going to the Oscars or a wedding, you know how special you feel like putting on those clothes? Well, to like treat your nighttime clothes with that that special ooey gooey feeling, you know? And I swear by it. And I mean, that that's a biohack, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a fashion biohack, but I think it works. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a certain brand of pajamas or sleepwear that you like or recommend? <laughs> well, I mean, my purse, I have a, like, I'm very texture person and like, I want these like super soft cotton. Uh, I don't want to run hot. So Nordstrom's makes a really nice, super soft pant or short shirt combo. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But you know what? You actually, I get it. You want to feel good. You want to feel good in your body. You want to feel good in your clothes. And that counts for sleep as well. So I I understand that. Do you have, when you were pregnant with like both of your kids, how was the biohacking and the sleep during those pregnancies? Yeah. Sleep becomes kind of uncomfortable once you get into the third trimester and there's not too much you can do about it. I have at the time I didn't have access to like chili, but I have talked to women who are pregnant and have had chili pads, those cooling or it's called sleep.me now, cooling mattresses and raving about that. So that would be something I would check out now if I was pregnant again. Cool. I will definitely have to look into that. I've heard really good things about like the different cold chili pads. I haven't tried one, but there's a lot of people who really swear by them. But I, yeah, I guess I'll have to do it. I just don't want to be that cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I can understand that there would be a lot of benefit from it, especially if everything else is kind of the right temperature around you. So I will definitely link to that and take a look into that. I definitely want to pick your brain about longevity and aging. And this is such a massive topic. I think even this year, the amount of books that have come out 
by some of like the biggest names out there in the wellness space have all been about longevity. So what's your current take right now on why people are focusing so much on longevity? Maybe because we're getting older, but no, (laughs) you know, the science right now is electrifying, Brittany. So about 2013, they put out this incredible research, the hallmarks of aging, and there were nine hallmarks of aging. And it really nailed down, you know, these processes that have that, that attribute to the aging process and things like everything from telomere attrition to mitochondrial dysfunction and cellular senescence is one of them. We happen at Neurohacker to be obsessed with cellular senescence. So let's get into that in a bit. But even this year, so that was 2013, these nine hallmarks, everybody's been studying them. I mean, stem cell exhaustion. I mean, you've heard of chronic inflammation and they're now pointing to being like, this is why we age the way we do. And the more we can do to perhaps better support these processes from breaking down or to upstream prevent or slow these processes, the more youthful and more capable we can be as we age. I think as biohackers, you know, our whole kind of belief is that like we have a an ability, a responsibility to kind of act in our health trajectory. And to use these tools to no longer accept, you know, that fat and tired are symptoms of aging. You know, the research is now kind of saying that doesn't have to be the path that you take. And so even this year, 2013, they added three new hallmarks to the 12. And so now it's 12 hallmarks of aging. And it's just really exciting because of how much it's challenging a lot of these preconceived beliefs about how we age and the way we have to age. And I think that that's, at least that's why I'm personally really tracking the research is just because of how promising it is. I think Dave Asprey goes around and says he's going to live to 180 or something like that. And, you know, I think that's really exciting. I think that a lot more of us with attention to these hallmarks could achieve a lot more than what the classic or the averages that are being reported right now. But I think more than the number, I think a lot of us just want to live well during that time. We want to be you we want to be capable of continuing to live the life we want and not be plugged into machines and whatnot. And so yeah, that's sort of why I think it's so exciting. It's just how fast the research is coming out right now to support that. Like we can change the way we age. Right. That's really, really cool. It's it's so interesting to hear that they've added more hallmarks of aging. This is not the space that I like particularly pay attention to. So I it's just cool to learn to learn more about it. And obviously everyone kind of has their own two cents on what makes a difference in these hallmarks. So like starting with the basics, like what would you say would be maybe not the number one thing? Cause I don't know if you can even say one thing is more important than the other, but what are the foundational things that really support these hallmarks, not aging faster than they need to? Yeah. So what, we're at Neurohacker really interested in is mitochondrial dysfunction and cellular senescence, because these are processes that are upstream. You know, the 12 hallmarks, it's not like a video game, like level one, level two, level three, (laughs) like they're all interacting with each other and influencing each other. And, you know, and so it isn't, at least our understanding of it right now, it's not this linear progression, but something about cellular senescence, which I guess I should take a break right here and explain what that is. So cellular senescence, it's a process in the body. And it really is when a cell is so worn out and damaged that it's no longer worth putting in the work to repair it, it turns senescent. And so cells have all these jobs all the time. Healthy cells have these jobs. Everything from, you know, nutrient sensing to repairing other cells and they have a lot of jobs to do. And so 
having a population of your cells no longer working, just taking up space is a problem. And the accumulation of these senescent cells in, for example, a classic place that they accumulate is in joint tissue. So imagine an elderly person and imagine accumulation of these senescent cells in joints. And what do you see? Like, you know, stiffness, hard to move, et cetera. And so the idea and what we have found now with the tremendous amount of research that's come out is that when we can have these senescent cells removed, more young, youthful cells take their place and allow that part of the body, that tissue function to work better. You know, one of the brilliant scientists at Neurohacker, Greg Kelly, he really summarizes it best about why why it's important. And he says, the health of tissues depend on the health of the cells in those tissues. And, you know, it's not just that the senescent cells are taking up space. It's also that they happen to secrete inflammatory markers. So they influence the health of the cells around them. And so a lot of biohackers call senescent cells zombie cells because they're undead, right? They're not dead. They're not alive. They're not dead. And also, just like in the movies, when a zombie, you know, touches a healthy human, that human becomes zombie. So that those cell senescent cells are really kind of a, a problem in our tissues. And the idea is from an aging perspective, if we can combat these cells and remove these cells, that we can kind of slow a major upstream process of aging. Eliminate guesswork from your wellness plan with Inside Tracker. Created by experts from Harvard, MIT, Inside Tracker uses the power of your body's biomarker data to reveal what you need to live healthier longer. You will receive specific nutrition, exercise, supplement, and lifestyle recommendations, which we love, providing insight that goes well beyond what you can get from generic blood work. And since May, which is coming up, is Women's Health Month, Inside Tracker is unveiling an upgraded ultimate plan that includes three new hormone markers that are critical to measure during a woman's reproductive and menopausal years. I am so excited about this. I cannot wait to do this. And because it's Women's Health Month, Inside Tracker is not charging for these extra three hormone markers. So for a limited time, Listeners, if you want 20% off Inside Tracker's new ultimate plan, including estradiol, progesterone, TSH blood markers, you can get that right now. And this is honestly the best time to do it if you have ever been thinking about doing Inside Tracker. With Inside Tracker, you can discover what your body needs and no longer just guess. So visit insidetracker.com slash biohacking Brittany and you will get the discount and the three extra ones for free. It's also linked on my show notes and on my website. Yeah, I, I love learning about that. I think it's I think it's so important. And also I just think it's so fascinating. Like you said, like there's so much that is actually going on, and there's actually so much that we can do to really help support this process. So like I was saying earlier, like, what do you think really can support that? Like if we're just looking at cellular senescence and none of the other like hallmarks that you previously talked about, like, what do you think really makes a difference? Yeah. So this is where it's exciting, right? Because it's like kind of depressing to hear about all these hallmarks of aging, but there's like nothing you can do about it. (laughs) (laughs) But what's exciting about senescent cells is So in 2015, Mayo Clinic and Scripps Institute published this, again, landmark report that identified 10 different ingredients that can eliminate senescent cells and coined the phrase senolytic. And fisetin was identified as the most potent senolytic. And fisetin in this study reduced senolytic senescence markers in multiple tissues with a hit and run senolytic approach. And so since then, that area of research has continued to explode. And fisetin keeps at the top of the list for really a powerful and potent senolytic that can target these cells. 
Wow. And then what were some of the other ones, the other ingredients? Yeah. So quercetin, hyperlongum were among a couple of the others. Those happen to all be in our formula at Neurohacker that we developed. And what's important, you know, if you're listening out there, everyone's like adding to cart quercetin. And I want to urge you to look at the studied dosage amount because it is not for senolytic activity, something you should take every day. You should take a high dose, taking a hit and run approach and allow your body to rest and repair. And then you can repeat it thereafter. That's why we formulated ours the way that we did that. It's only two days a month and it's 1400 milligrams. So, and that's based on the studied amount there. So it's really kind of different than most other supplementation protocols something, you know, that you want to take every day. Nope. You don't want to do that with this. You really do want to take that hit and run approach. Right. And so you take it for two days every month and then how many months, like just until the end of time or. (laughs) Well, I think it, it depends on, you know, so some people do take it every month because they just want as a protocol to be, you know, slowly removing any accumulation of senescent cells. Uh, maybe before it's a problem, or maybe they're already advanced in their aging process and know that that this is something they just need to continually do. Some people have chosen to do it seasonally, like once a quarter, and feel really good, just the same way like a detox. They kind of view it as that way, like, hey, I'm going to get in there. I'm a gardener. You mentioned this earlier. And so another analogy for senescent cells is the yellow leaves on a plant. And a reason a gardener goes out and cuts those yellow leaves off plant is because they're just taking up resources away from the plant that's going to produce green leaves and fruit and flowers. And so as I view, you know, a senolytic protocol of ongoing, you're just going in, you're kind of just pruning gently, you know, a couple leaves at a time each month and not, although, you know, we did do some studies and really the people saw meaningful results after just three rounds of the senolytic. So it, it could be something that you do kind of really seriously for a short period of time, get your results and, and then back off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I actually haven't tried it. I mean, I'm looking at, at it on your website now. I've tried a lot of your other products, but I haven't tried this one, but you are convincing me to buy it <laughs> because I mean, I just think, like you said, from a preventative standpoint, we could probably all use a little cleanup. And I'm very into, you know, mitochondria health and autophagy and these other things that happen on a cellular level. But it makes sense as well to look at cellular senescence like you're talking about. When you talk about people testing and noticing a difference after, you know, three months, what are they actually noticing a difference in? Yeah, so we've to date done two individual studies on this formulation. And what really makes this formulation different is not only are we doing the research and the documented dosages of these uh, senolytics and putting it all together because different senolytic ingredients target different tissues. For example, physetin targets adipose tissue, whereas quercetin targets joint and brain tissue. And then curcumin also targets brain tissue and piperlongum targets or has an affinity for lung and digestive tissue. So you have to imagine that everyone accumulates senescent cells a little bit differently in different parts of their body based on perhaps we're starting to believe genetic disposition or damage accumulation. So anyway, having said all that, I wanted to set it up because we, our first study studied in joints and I was pretty excited. We did a pilot study and we saw that in terms of mobility and improvement in key life tasks and activities of daily living, we saw a 51% improvement. And then we also, in that same study, recruited people with reported joint pain or joint stiffness. And after three use, three rounds of using quality senolytics, saw a 53% decrease in stiff, stiffness in their joints. And so these are pilot studies. So we, we're fully transparent that we want to have run larger studies. But the reason we do these studies is to kind of validate and test what already the research is presenting in our put together formula. 
Nice. I love that. I'm glad you guys are doing the research as well. I, I think that's really important. And it shows the quality of your supplements and also the quality of your company because you're willing to actually like fund and take the time to do research and not just read the research and create a product and try to make a business. So it's it's really exciting to see you do that. For people listening who, you know, let's say they're, I don't know, let's say they're in their 30s and they think, okay, maybe I, I should start taking this, but I'm not sure because I'm still like relatively young. I don't know. How would somebody know if they are maybe aging on a faster level or aging faster on a cellular level than maybe their chronological age? Yeah. I mean, there are a number of these commercial age meter tests coming out right now. I don't know. I know Viome is offering a test and True Diagnostic is offering a test. And it seems like over time, those companies are getting better at better at serving up a, you know, chronological and biological age, like measurement where you can look and see how you compare versus how many, you know, actual years you've been on the planet versus how your body is aging. So I think that that would be a great step. They're not perfect. And but I think that they're a great tool. You know, one of the researchers at Neurohacker is very well studied in skin aging. And senescent cells in skin is something that's heavily researched right now because they're now kind of pointing to skin health and accumulation of these senescent cells in the skin. And so perhaps premature wrinkles and deep lines might also be another clue that you're perhaps aging a little bit faster. Although that's very nuanced, right? Because damage accumulation, environment pollutants, et cetera, and even even blue light now is a culprit for (laughs) wrinkles. But so it's very nuanced, but there's a, there is a body of research cropping up right now about senescent cells and skin aging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I think you can do these biological tests and I, I've done a, a bunch of them and to be totally honest, they've all said different results. And so some have been like, you're younger, some have been like, you're older. And so I think it's helpful, but I, I always take it with a grain of salt. But for me personally, like I very much base it on how I feel and also how I look, but a lot of it is how I feel. So if my joints feel stiff, if my muscles feel stiff, if I struggle in the morning to get out of bed, if I have low energy day in and day out, and I just feel older than I actually am, then I know something's up. And that's kind of how I look at it. And I also like with my husband, we're the same age. And I would guess that if we were to test, do these tests together, I would guess that I'm younger than he is because he definitely is struggles more in a lot of these fronts than I do. So yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to try something like this and do it for a year and kind of do it, like you said, like two days on every month and then kind of test yourself and see if maybe the symptoms that you're dealing with or the signs that you're dealing with get better. My next partner I want to talk about is Athletic Greens. So I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every single day. And I first gave AG1 a try when I was traveling to Costa Rica. I really wanted something to support my gut health, boost my energy, keep my immune system in check, and really just support me while I was traveling and not home. Um, I quickly fell in love with it. And now that I'm back in Canada, I still take it every single day. And I take it in the morning before I have any type of coffee. Um, Typically, it's like the first thing I have in the morning. And it makes me feel just fantastic. I feel like I'm starting my day off on the right foot. I feel like I'm covering all of my nutrition needs right from the get-go, which is super important and such a healthier way to start than just having coffee on an empty stomach right away. So I just, I'm just obsessed with taking it. And if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free, wow, one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So those are the same travel packs that I took when I was flying. Go to athleticgreens.com slash biohacking with Brittany. That's athleticgreens.com slash biohacking with Brittany 
to check it out today. It's also linked in my show notes and on my website everywhere. Yeah. I, you know, I love taking this product also just because of how I feel like I'm taking a piece of my aging into my own hands. And it feels like really like a good, like it's just two days. That's all you got to do. And then I did it. Like I'm checking something off <laughs> of my list. So, you know, I'll interject that as well. But the research is pretty compelling at this point that it is targeting those senescent cells. Is there anything that helps with mitochondria function or does it like also help with mitochondria function or is this like a completely different thing? So this product is targeting those senescent cells. We back in 2019 released Qualia Life, which was our our answer for that piece of the aging puzzle, mitochondrial energy and mitochondrial dysfunction. And as, uh, as we continue, and also, you know, one thing about mitochondrial, so people I ask this question a lot about, well, isn't this autophagy? And autophagy and senescence are actually two different things. So if you fast, what you're doing is autophagy, self-eating, right? And, you know, I'm super visual. So I like when I'm fasting to visualize like Pac-Man eating the little, little dots in my body, right? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and and so you have to think about that, like within a cell and that cellular cleanup that happens. And so if you have a good autophagy process, that happens before a cell becomes senescent. But once a cell becomes senescent, autophagy can't really do any work there. So they're kind of two different things. Autophagy is super important in lowering the amount of cellular senescence that you could have because it promotes immune function and immune function kind of helps with that process in addition. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I really love that. Do you think there's something to be said about living a more natural lifestyle that can kind of help with these aging processes as well? Yeah, I mean, the research on the blue zones and longevity, it's quite clear that a lifestyle that is spent outdoors, connected to the rhythms of the sun and, you know, a community-based lifestyle has a lot to do with your aging process. And it just continues to amaze me at how hard it is in this modern lifestyle to get outside. Everything that I know, right? And I know all the things. And yet still, I spend 90% of my day indoors, which is completely bananas and not how we're designed. You know, we have these, what is it, 30 trillion something cells in our body and each one of them have a clock and each clock in it is supposed to be calibrated every day with the sun. <laughs> and when our lifestyle is completely indoors, it really, you know, sets us at a disadvantage when it comes to creating optimal life and optimal health. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually just in a, a blue zone in Costa Rica in March for the whole month. And it was so interesting because it's so close to the equator. So the sun rises and the sun sets basically at the same time every day, all year round. And I'm typically like, I live in Vancouver in Canada, and that is not the case. We have very drastic seasons here. In August, the sun will be up until like 9.30 PM. And then at winter, it's dark by 4.30. So it's like, there's a quite a big change. And it was so interesting to live with the sun like that day in and day out for 30 days. And it was actually amazing to just experience what that's like to have the same routine. And I could only imagine living in a blue zone like that, like all year round and having the same amount of sun all year round. Now, obviously they have a rainy season, but aside from that, like, I just think there's something to that. And like you said, like there's something to living outside more fresh air, negative ions, healthy bacteria, food that's grown locally, like all of these benefits. And it's tough because the North American lifestyle is so comfortable and it's so far removed from nature. And as a biohacker, I really, really struggle with this. And I don't know what the solution is. <laughs> we just got to get outside. <laughs> I, know, I know. I mean, yes, obviously, like I would love that, but I mean, I work completely remotely and my entire business is online. So I could work from anywhere, but the thing is I still have to be online, right? And so I still have to be inside somewhat. And 
it's kind of this question of, yeah, like how, how do you make it more part of your lifestyle to be outside more on a daily basis, regardless of where you live? It's a tough one. Yeah. Well, this brings up my gardening passion where like, I really think everybody should just start a garden already because (laughs) it forces you to get outside. It forces you to spend time in nature, get your fingers in the dirt. The pleasure that you, that I have received from eating something that I've grown, there's nothing on the planet like it. It is amazing. And it really makes you appreciate plants in such a deep way. And it's hard. It's also, it's like really humbling. You know, if you try organic gardening, you have to like work with nature. You know, one minute all bugs are eaten, your garden, next minute something else happens. And just, you know, overcoming the adversity of that, I think is really builds resilience, which is part of health that, you know, mental resilience of overcoming, you know, challenges and yeah. So that's my two cents. Just get a garden already. (laughs) I love that. Yes. I, I think there's something to be said about that as well. I have grown my own herbs and I always feel so legit when I, when I go outside to cut them and to add them to dinner or whatever we're having. I feel like I have my life together <laughs> because yeah, like you said, like there's something to that. And obviously this is like a much bigger discussion, but we are very removed from our food and produce in society. Like we're so removed from how we actually get it. Like it just appears in the grocery store fully ripe apparently. And then we just eat it with no idea where it came from, how it got to be like that, how long it grows for, what's in season, all of these different things. So I I love what you said. And I think it's so beautiful to to grow your own food like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, just do it. Just do it. Exactly. Any last recommendations that you have for, you know, the men and the women listening about longevity that can really make a difference for them? Well, we talked about sleep already. We talked about time in nature and those are, you know, two of my favorite. And then supplementation, we hit on that both brain supplementation and longevity supplementation, such as, you know, qualius analytic. And so those are like, my three favorites, you know, as a biohacker, I, I love learning about new tools and exploring new things. But some of the basics in breath work, meditation, regular movement, exercise, you know, really kind of do the heavy lifting when it comes to, you know, the, the longevity research and exercise is impossible to ignore. Like, And so we haven't talked about that yet, but there's, you know, a number of reasons other than weight loss to be exercising every day. And it's just something that every single one of us has to really prioritize. Yeah, absolutely. How often are you, or for how long are you exercising for? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to regularly get into weightlifting as the research is really saying, you know, I'm 41 years old. Well, next week I'll be 41. And the research about women and weightlifting is pretty convincing that that should be something that is done and not something that, you know, I'm a yogi and I have like a very regular yoga practice and that's something that is easy and kind of non-negotiable for me. And so I have that base kind of really covered, but I'm looking to add into, you know, strength training. And so that's something I've been working on the last year and slowly kind of making a priority for that. Have my pull up bar, doing pull ups, and and a few few weights, and yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself, (laughs) to be honest. Good. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's hard. Pull ups are hard. I yeah, like I can do not like I don't even want to say like barely any. (laughs) It took me really long time. I actually two years ago, I said it as like my new year's resolution was to do a pull up because I had never been able to do one out even as a kid. And I thought I could do it on my own, like following a program, but I couldn't. So I ended up hiring a trainer and we worked on it for like six months before I did my first pull up. So yeah, it, it isn't, I, I don't think everybody is wired muscularly for that to be an easy thing. And so my wiring, it was, was difficult. I'm trying to just just keep it, <laughs> not go backwards. 
Oh, good for you. That's awesome. I, I love setting those goals like that because it's a, it's a small goal, but it's it's important, you know, and it's it's something that you can work on and slowly get there. I've done that with like, if you know, being able to do the splits or push-ups or different things like that, just as like goals and a benchmark for me to really try and hit. Yeah, no, I got to add the splits to my list. So Brittany, what's your favorite biohack? Oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> So many, I have no idea. Right now, I I'm super into like the sauna and the steam room situation right now. I yeah, I find it very therapeutic. And that's and also I'm coming out of winter here in Vancouver, so that's probably why. But I love just to spend time in the sauna and I've been to so many and I've tried so many different ones. But there's something to be said about the sweat that comes from it, the endorphins. But I think really it's an escape. And because I can't take my phone and no one can contact me, and usually there's no one else in these places that I go, it's kind of this mental relief that I have. And so I've really started making it a priority to sweat in a sauna a few times a week. And I've I've been doing this for a few years, but I am kind of addicted. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm awesome. at. <laughs> I love a good sauna too. So you got me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it worries me. Well, well, it doesn't worry me, but we, when we're talking about, you know, having kids and stuff and I have to think about being pregnant for nine months and not being able to go in a sauna is something that I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess, I guess it's worth it. It'll be fine. I'll do something else. That'll feel good. <laughs> But if people want to connect with you, where can they go and how can they check out the NeuroHacker products? Yeah, NeuroHacker.com. We have a really active blog. Also, follow us on Instagram at NeuroHacker. We put a lot of content over there. And yeah, check the show notes. I put together an offer for the Senolytic for your audience, Brittany, that you can share with them. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. So I will link that in the show notes and it'll be on my website as well. You can use the discount code biohackingbrittany in all capitals and that will get you a discount off of all of the products. And so definitely go check out their different ones, especially the ones that we talked about today. I, like I said, I will definitely be ordering the Synalytic one just because I'm so curious to try it after you talked about it. So thank you. And thank you for coming on the show. This was great. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.